Hello everyone and welcome back to the Talk and Fit podcast. Mm. We're here. It's another week. What episode is this? Um 31. 31. Oh my god. Just quickly want to say before we get into anything. Shout out to the Matildas. I love the Tillies. Go the Tillies. Nah, fucking losers. Go Sam mean? Kerr. I love Sam Kerr. She's my new she's my new thing. The Matildas. The Matildas. We love the Matildas. Thanks for changing. <sighs> Changing women's sport forever. Yeah. We're so proud of you. Bit disappointed, but <laughs> we're not gonna get into bit that. Of an L. Yeah. We're fourth fourth in the world. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we have we have a bit going on this week in this episode. Yeah, a lot. We weren't expecting this, but we have a guest who will reveal in a second. But fuck it out. We came to the uni and booked a podcast room and it's Feel it's, like Joe Rogan right now. Holy hits. shit! It's so good. Like we've got headphones. We've got a fucking road mics. Got a fucking bougie setup. We've upgraded hardcore. Like, Hopefully, it sounds fucking cr- as crisp as it does in my ears right now. Because, oh, like, I dead set feel like some ASMR person right now. Oh, it's like getting every little bit of my like mouth sounds. It's so good. We've got yet another guest on this week. Oh, third ever guest. Um, we've just been to the gym with him too. And we got a sick pump in, a good sesh. Um, but today's guest, I'm gonna, I'm gonna glaze you right now. Just get ready for it. Right? Today's guest is the current under 23s ICN Classic Physique National Champion, having a master social following of over 35,000 followers on TikTok and Instagram, as well as 40,000 subscribers on YouTube. He is fluent in just about every avenue of fitness and is currently in preparation to compete in his first ever Ironman. We are excited and honoured to introduce to you today the one and only Hamish James. Woo! Thank you for having me. <laughs> God tier glazing. Lewis spent like two hours writing that. Yeah, out. I was like, I was like, all right, I gotta get, gotta get all these accolades in. It makes yeah. me feel a little bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks for coming on. Pleasure. Uh, yeah, we appreciate it. So it's so excited. I've been thinking about it all week because I was like, this is gonna be like sick. Yeah. yeah. This is someone that. We've been following for like a little while on on like socials and stuff. We're like, oh, this will be like cool, fun opportunity yeah. to talk to new people. As and well. I will say, you are exactly how you are. Like, like, uh, like you you seem like really genuine in the just content you of, make. Just and a ball of insecurity, really. <laughs> oh my gosh! And you seem super like j- just the same. Like, it's not like I don't know if you put on a persona when you like do your online stuff or anything, but mm-hmm. it just you come across like like a great guy in general. So that's nice. But I don't know, like. The idea of my content mostly is the idea of being me. Yeah. And it started out as mostly as a uni project, but it went away from the whole journalism side to more of a, just a, a way of dealing with my thoughts. Yeah. And then from there, it just kind of became who I am. Yeah. Because if you're not authentic with yourself and your content, it, people see through it. Yeah. So you might as well just be yourself and yeah. have fun doing things. Yeah. I think that's something we're trying to definitely like figure out is just being genuine. Yes. And just... You know, having a why, a good why. It's hard. It's a this. lot. It's a lot harder than you think. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like you can wake up every day and have this idea. This is why I'm doing this for yeah. certain reasons. But yeah. at the end of the day, it has to be ingrained in you, and yeah. it has to be mm. part of you if it's going to be meaningful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's it is it's a tough tougher gig than I thought. You know, like f- before we even started doing it, I was like a fucking social media people bunch of knobheads. <laughs> like they got it piece, so easy. Yeah. 
But then you start doing it, you go, you know what? It's that's not work. Yeah, it's yeah. you know, there's you don't see results, and then you sit and think, like, fuck, like what? What are we doing wrong? And then you'll see results, and you'll be like, what well, we do right there, and just mm. yeah, it's 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 hard, I reckon, being a more like reserved person. Mm. Like I might not seem like it mm. from initial like interactions, but being reserved and a bit shy and you like to keep to yourself. Yeah. I feel like it's really hard to break out of that shell. Yeah. And put on, I don't know, just be yourself in front of yeah. people in the gym or in front of a camera. Yeah. Like it's really vulnerable. Yeah. It's hard to make a switch of that personality to see who you are. Yeah. Like that's why I script everything. Yeah. Um, that's why I find podcasts terrifying usually. Like yeah. it's just intimidating because I don't have control. Mm. Yeah. Because um, I usually am very introverted, very quiet. Mm-hmm. And that allows me in my content to like be myself there because I know how to script it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in a situation like this where it's not planned, it's I'm like, okay, don't say something wrong. Just make sure you stay controlled. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, part of it. Like that. you get better each time and each time you're in a new situation talking. Yeah. Each time is different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, for those who don't exactly know what you do, mm. you have you're a bit all over the place when it comes to like sport and like I guess just uh, fitness. Mm. So you you've done bodybuilding, you've done powerlifting, triathlons. Yeah. Wait, have you done triathlon before? Yeah, I've done two. Oh okay, now. Okay. Uh, that was the start of the year. The start of the year. Yeah. You just were like, yeah, I'll just do a triathlon. Yeah. Fucking hell, and. <laughs> That's crazy. You you row too, and now cycling as well, or is that? Oh, that would be part of your triathlons. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, do some do some races soon. Yeah, shit. And then, uh, you've got an Ironman coming up too. Oh my Fuck. god! So, for those who aren't like that, sounds like just to any, I guess, normal average person, person yeah. like a, a lot. So I was just going to ask, like, you know, why? Why? I guess, do you consider you? Would you consider yourself like a hybrid athlete? Uh, sure, that's probably the term that gets thrown around the, like, the most and it's coined by yeah. a lot of different athletes thinking yeah. they're hybrid. Uh, but mostly it's just I uh, like having goals because it kind of fills the void. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pushing towards something. Yeah. Um, like bodybuilding was fun and I loved it. Yeah. And I love pushing towards uh, that state, uh, that national campaign, but yeah. it's not my whole life. And now that that's done, I'm like kind of resetting, finding something else I love. Yeah. And all of a sudden I've fallen in love with running and yeah. it's all I think about now. Yeah, right. really? just, yeah, my brain just kind of jumps around places. Yeah. I was going to ask you, is there one thing that you have, like, your tunnel vision on, like, mm. that's my thing that I'm just going to put all my energy into right now? Or are you not that sort of person? Like, you have to be doing new things all the time. I don't have to be doing new things all the time. Um, I think just training in general. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, my focus is. It doesn't matter what sport or what facet of training. Yep. It's just I want to be at moving. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I like the idea of moving every day and just getting outside and doing fun stuff because mm-hmm. because my brain sometimes if I don't do stuff I get really irritable mm-hmm. and very uh jittery yeah and if I if I just sedate myself with lots of running riding training I get to the I get to nighttime and just crash and it feels great I don't know just exercise for me is just purpose it's meaning it's fun and yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way but just that's like the same me. as you guys like why do you do anything why do we get up in the morning we just do it just to yeah 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 so are you chasing like a title um not the moment i just want to i just want to get the iron man done yeah um i've got the 70.3 which is like a half iron man in melbourne and then i'm doing one in switzerland next year the full iron man and then after that 
that's all I've got planned for now. Yep. Okay. So you sort of just take it like day yeah. by day. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yep. If an injury pops up, an injury pops up. Like, yeah. I got other stuff to do. Like, if I blow out my knee, I can go do some, like, I'll just focus on upper body and do, ch- like, bench press comp- competing for a year. I don't yeah. know. We'll figure it out. Oh, I love that. That's such a good way to yeah. live. Um, I guess were you always, like, really into, like, like sport and, like, not moving really. stuff when you were growing up or not? Oh, like sport-wise, yeah. Like, I grew up playing rugby. Yeah. Or throughout school. I've My dream was to be, like, a wallaby. Oh, yeah. And, uh, is this Union? Yeah. 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 Hell. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say the same about league. No. <laughs> I live in Newcastle now. It's a little bit scary yeah. if I say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I grew up in a very uh, posh area in Sydney uh, where rugby was everything. Yeah. Um, and it was my whole life. Like, I'd yeah. wake up at 6 a.m., go train, uh, go to school. Boys school? Boys school, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, finish school, go rugby training, think about rugby all afternoon, watch game tape. Then study, go yep. home, do it again five days a week, then play yeah. on the weekend. And then school ended and went traveling and went, oh, rugby's not everything. Yeah. And yeah, did two years of no training just because I blew out my knee. Yeah. And just fell out of love with it. But got halfway through COVID last, last two years. Oh, yeah, last year. Yeah. No, two years ago now. COVID 2021. And I was just bored. Yeah. I was so bored and I went, fuck it, I'll buy some dumbbells. There was a pull-up bar in my, my house. Yeah. And I just started training hard. And yeah. this idea popped in my head. I went, why don't I push for things that make me uncomfortable? And the idea was, event- at, at first, I knew I had a major project for uni, uh, which was a discovery journalist documentary series I had to do. And I yeah. thought, why don't I just compete in different sports and see if I can do it? Mm-hmm. Um, that was the idea in 2021. And I wouldn't be doing it until a year later in final semester of 2022 for my communications degree. Yeah. And once I started, I was like, oh, it's actually really fun. And the love for training came from there. And that's why the video started because the videos were just p- documenting the training. Yeah. And then after like two months straight of doing it, it started doing really well on YouTube. Yeah. And that's pretty much how this all started, just from a uni project. Yeah, right. Yeah, wow. Getting and obsessive I think about it. I recall when you were on another podcast, you said that you picked up, it was four sports, right? Yeah. So it was the bodybuilding, the powerlifting, the triathlon and the rowing? Yeah. Shit. At yeah. once. Yeah. At once, yeah. I was, it was a silly, it was a silly idea, but it was more just like, what can the body, what are your limits? Yeah. What's the yeah. limit? Didn't really find the limit. That's why we're still going mm. a year later. Yeah. But I love it. It's yeah. just fun. If you, what would you say, it, do you have a favorite out of all that you've done? Like, is there one in particular that really resonates or they're all sort of the same? They all got their you? thing. It's yeah. like a different time of the year. Like in yeah. summer, rowing is my favorite because it's hot. I'm on the boat at five and five thirty in the morning yeah. every morning, yeah. watching the sunrise with my mates, talking shit. Then we get coffee afterwards. It's like that's awesome. Yeah. And then April, I was like fully hyper focused on bodybuilding, yep. going training, getting the pumps, and yep. I'm just watching my body transform. Hyper focused on that, and I was like, I love bodybuilding. Yeah. Um, right now, it's the first time in a year where I haven't really had one thing which I'm loving. Mm-hmm. It's just mostly everything is enjoyable. It's trying to just fix a relationship that I've had because I had a little bit of a toxic relationship with training. Yeah. Now I'm just trying to get it back to a nice level playing field before I push again into yep. another competitive season of other stuff. Toxic yeah, right. in what way? Oh, it was it was controlling my life. Yeah. Like I'd wake up in the morning, I'd be putting off hanging out with my friends, um, putting off relationships just because training was everything to me. Mm. Yeah. And it led to I me mean, pushing a lot of people away, um, becoming a bit of a troglodyte. Just because if I didn't get my calories in, if I didn't train a certain way, I wouldn't be achieving my goal. Yeah. But at the end of the day, 
the goal is still there. Yeah. But we're young. We have a life. We need to go experience it. So it's about moderation. Yeah. And I just wasn't moderate at all. I just was so gung-ho about I have to be making this video. I have to be training hard and I have to be winning that title in six months. Mm-hmm. It was because if I didn't, I'd die. Yeah. That was like yeah. the mindset. Yeah. Yep. Do you have like diagnosed OCD? Um, I have seen many a uh, psychologist. Yeah. And they say uh, he's suspected OCD. Yeah. They also said mild autism, uh, anxiety, and a little bit of depression. But yeah. This is just a spectrum of like yeah. all mental illness. Yeah. But at the end of the day, training just helps. Yeah. And just like having systems set up. So if I do spiral, I can get myself back on the right foot. Yeah. By just going back to my systems. Yeah can be bad sometimes and um but it's just funny balance yeah exactly yeah shit and i guess it would be hard finding i feel like a balance when you're balancing so much too yeah like four things at once especially like there's people that dedicate their lives to just one avenue of the four things that you have just mentioned that you did Mm. that's incredibly impressive to i guess you'd say you succeeded in all of them because you completed them yeah like things that an average human wouldn't even take on. Like some people would never like go, oh, I'm going to do a prep and do a bodybuilding show or never do a triathlon. Like, and you managed to do like all of them. So at the end of the day, it's just doing things you want to do and have yeah, fun. Yeah. Yes. Like that thing I was talking about you before, optimistic nihilism, like we're all going to die. Might as well do fun stuff. Yeah. 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 I yeah. love that. You can tell that you have like a passion for it because a lot of people just give up doing, mm. I think, taking on that much. But you clearly must have a love for it. You have to. Yeah. Well, if you don't, what's the point of doing it? Yeah, true. You see it a lot with people making content, like the content becomes their life. But I try to remind myself that if tomorrow all the social media has got stripped off me, would I still be doing what I'm doing now? Would I still be training the way I do? Would I still be living the way my life is? And I like to think I'm going to, I'd like to think that I would. Yeah. Because I try not to put too much emphasis and importance on the numbers because the numbers at the end of the day are arbitrary. Yeah. They're yeah. still the yeah. people who we are. We have yeah. to go out and do fun things. Yeah. So you're doing all of this mm. whilst also doing full-time uni, yes. right? And you had or have another job on top of social media. Yeah. What does a day look like for you? Like outline a day. Okay. Yeah. Um, it depends on what day of the week, but we'll go through. Depends on what, like, what are the four fucking things he's doing? Like, would it vary? It would vary no, a lot. Currently, yeah. Yeah. currently, yeah. I guess currently. we'll say currently. Yeah. Um. So let's. If it's a a shift, if it's a if it's a day where I didn't have a shift at the bar mm-hmm. the night before. Yeah. If I got to bed at a normal time, I'd get up around five thirty six. Yeah. Just before the sunrise and ride straight to the beach. Just because I wake up, I like to reset my day. And do some meditation, or like not meditation, just like yeah. mindful thinking in the morning. Jump in the water. It's, it's winter in Australia right now, so it's fucking cold. Fuck yeah, no. Jump yeah. in my budgies and just <laughs> oh. sit in the water for a few minutes. And if I have a swim that day, so if I programmed uh, like a 1K swim, I'll do that, get out. Um, there's a coffee shop at the beach, and I'm, I've spent way too much money there. Have a coffee. Crippling caffeine addiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like six a day sometimes. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, come back home after that. So that's from, I get home around seven. Yeah. Cook my pancakes. Yeah. Smash them down. I usually eat them as I'm cooking them just because I'm hungry as. Starving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I edit from around 7.30 till about 9.30. Yeah. Um, and if this is like a Tuesday, I don't have a uni. Unis are only on Monday and Friday. Like mm-hmm. I have a whole midweek just to edit. Um, so I'll edit for two hours or plan out future videos or plan out 
um, my training schedule or programming for myself or some of my clients. And then around 11, I'll go train. Yeah. So I've already done my swim. Um, but if I had a bike ride, I like to do that first or run. I like to do my cardio first. So it's usually at like two hours. Get back from that, have lunch, and then I'll try and do some uni work. Mm-hmm. Not much. Yeah. I'm pretty sh- I've been really bad with my uni recently. Yeah. Because you're doing law, right? Yeah. You've so not got like a thousand essays to write? Or not like, really. Not really. I learned in first year that you can, shouldn't be saying this at the uni. <laughs> <laughs> um, I fe- learned pretty early on. like P's get degrees, that's what you learn. That. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's a system in law where if you just kind of understand how to write an argument and an essay to a certain degree, mm. you can kind of just quickly learn all of the legislation and all the cases and you just ch- chuck it in. Yeah. It's usually enough to pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so far it's gone all right. We're yeah. In fourth year. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. Um, but after doing that, I'll then train, go to the gym around four or five. Yeah. And my sessions are real quick. Like they're 35 minutes tops. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then I'm out, cook dinner and then go to bed. <laughs> or if I have a shift at the bar, usually starts around seven, doesn't finish till 3 a.m. And just shaking cocktails, talking to people, making yep. whiskey. Yep. Well, not making whiskey, just pouring whiskey in. Yeah, talking shit. So you would either come home mm. and go to bed or go to work. Mm. But soon you might not be going to work. No, yeah, I just resigned that from the bar job. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've worked there a year and a half. And it's a love-hate relationship where I love the people I work with. They're like my best friends. Um, we do everything together. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're a little bit too close. Like, it's, <laughs> Sus, no. It's a, yeah. no. No, 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 not like that. We're all dudes. <laughs> um, we just... There's this bond that you have when you close a bar from 12 to 3 a.m., yeah. four nights a week. Yeah. There's some of the stuff we say is just so stupid. Yeah. And it's so dumb. And it's not funny to anyone else but us. Yeah. yeah. But it brings us so close together. Aww. Yeah. And yeah, this the bond I have with these guys is just different. Like, I'd do anything for them. But it came to a point where I was trying to train, like, four or five hours a day. Yeah. And then try and work 30 hours a week at this bar. Um, and try to be energetic, and it's just not happening. Yeah. And um, I want to move to Melbourne, and it's easier if I like go with the job first to then yeah. motivate me to then actually go house hunting. Yeah. Because now I have to go. Yeah. And go get a job yeah. in Melbourne. So what's the plan now then? So you've left this job, you want to mm. move to Melbourne. How are you going to make money? <laughs> uh, fair. Um, so uh, online coaching helps. Yep. Um, I might pick up another job down there. Not too yep. sure yet. Yeah, okay. But... Most of the time, like social media pays a bit, but doesn't really, it doesn't support you enough to like live. It kind of can pay for rent. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. Um, okay. And then, yeah, just see what happens. Yeah. Because the way I've been making money recently is just very up and down. Like sometimes you have a great month. I was going to say. Like shit weeks. It doesn't really matter. The money is not why we yep. do it. It's yeah. It's more just fun. Yeah. Yeah, like definitely. Waking up every day with a idea of, oh, I'm going to film this video. It's fun. It's yeah. exciting. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Are you getting money though from the actual like platforms themselves? Oh, I just want to know. Gracious, I'm not going to yeah. lie. No, because I, it, yeah. everyone wants to know. Mm, everyone yeah. wonders it. No one, no one talks about it. Yeah. So, uh, I, is it from sponsorships? Is it from the actual platforms? Combo. Like combo. combo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, YouTube has uh, ad revenue. Mm-hmm. Instagram is more of a portfolio. I use it more as like a CV. Yeah. yeah. But all the videos I make are posted on like every platform. But yeah. Instagram's your portfolio. TikTok's the one where you can, like, gain the most following. I haven't really cracked that one yet. Neither. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's fucking shit sometimes. It's, yeah. It's you make such a good video and, and 
you'll be like, like we made one not too long ago. I was like, it's not a podcast clip for the hundredth time. Like it, it seemed funny enough. Mm. I didn't have to over edit it and stuff. Sometimes I feel like I'm over editing. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, but yeah, 200 Wait, views. 200 fucking, views. Uh, and then, and then, and then the one TikTok we have that's done well, it's mm. just not related to what we do at all. It was just some fucking funny, like I made Grace an NBA PowerPoint because she wanted to pick a team yeah. and I'm like really into it. And I like made her a PowerPoint. She just filmed bits and put the clips together and was like, it was just some fucking and thing. And it blew of, up. Like, yeah. And it just, it, <laughs> you don't get to pick. Yeah. It's the one, it's the one that I'm like, I can kind of tell when a video will do well on Instagram or YouTube. Yeah. Cause I've kind of understood their algorithm better. Yeah. But TikTok, it's like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. my video that I spent two minutes editing yeah. will get extraordinary views, and one that I spent three hours editing is yep. nothing. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird game. Yeah, but it is a weird game. I think you can make money on TikTok. Um, I don't know. I think it's more just like the promoting yourself to get like as an advertisement to yeah. get a sponsorship because that's essentially where it's all going to come from. Yeah. Most of the money will come for. Um, uh, influences yeah. from uh, from brand deals, yeah. like from the contracts you get from them. Like you can get commissions on sales. Like yeah. I'm with my protein, so I get a commission on every time someone uses my code. Yep. Use it. Do you um, get <laughs> how much free shit do you get sent? Uh, just a, I get a quota each month. So depending on how well I well, do. Well, yeah, right. Okay. Oh, like fluctuates. Okay. Yeah. Is that how you kind of like get paid? Is like based off like if people are using your code. They send you more stuff. Uh, they or they I, still give you like they monetize it still. They monetize it yeah, still. Yeah, okay. So they monetize. Um, there's a you get commission and they have you usually on like a flat rate. Yeah. Like the month. Um, another brand I work with, they pay me per video. Yeah. Um, and another brand I'm gonna start working with soon. They're going to be paying for a lot of my comps. Yeah. Right. So like that's I can, awesome. So yeah. That's yeah. really cool. But at the end of the day, it's just it's a career path, but yeah. I don't think it's my life. Yeah. It's just a hobby that yeah. is now fun. Yeah. That's yeah. Just, so cool. It's just paying off. Yeah. Um, I love that. My protein's a good one too, actually. It's, um, They've it's, got, their clear way, their clear way is fucking good. Like mm. we got some, um, we went to that like fitness expo. You um, yeah. You, you yeah. would have been competing. Hey. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Um, we watched like some of them. We watched, I think the men's physique. <gasps> yeah. oh, I was like a 70 year old dude up oh, on the stage. The it was, before, it was yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we tried it. It was actually it's actually nice. It's yeah. good. And are you with? Sorry, I'm like a mad. Uh, my stalking abilities are paying <laughs> off for this sort of a thing because I like I'm like I really went through his like Instagram and everything. <laughs> so you're with my protein. Um, are you with? Is it my muscle chef? Do you uh, get sent, or did they just send a package? They like send, they send packages. Yeah, because like, I see it all the time. That everyone's just getting fucking free microwave meals. I'm like, <laughs> these things are like these things are like gold. Like they're, they're great. so expensive and they're good. Yeah, I I like it. Um, I'm not. With them, like I have a code, um, but I'm not contracted. More of like an ambassador thing. This is says they'll send me a package and yeah. I make a video for them. Yep. Um, and yeah, they, the last one I did for them, that was a fun video to make, and I yep. I like I like that one. But yeah, they're they're a good they're a good brand. Yeah. But the the brand deals are cool, and like it it shows that some of the things we do can pay off, but like yeah. it's not everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're with NTF as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm with them. It's like a. It's like a weird little cult group we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's good. That's they're good. good. They're good boys. I really yeah. enjoy it. That's like how I met Kalani. Yeah. And now we did all our competing season. Then we went traveling together and had a fun time. Now yeah. we're going to move move to Melbourne together. Yeah. So, um, I love Melbourne. Speaking of NTF, but yes, um, <laughs> I don't really know who NTF. I have to. I have to ask. I was like, I was going to be like, Lewis is very like 
cult following yeah. brand. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, it's pretty much Anabolics Gabe's like cult following brand. Yeah. And he just has his boys. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't help but to ask. I was like, He's been like telling who's me team he's you on, Matt? Is Team Gav or Team Louie? What's what's happening? <laughs> Not really involved. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew I knew I knew it was gonna end, but like I was just I, I got me no, real, no. I got me moment. <laughs> I got me moment. Um, no, they're, they're both really nice guys. Yeah, yeah, I um yeah. I met them when I went on their podcast, went to their house. Yeah. And they're lovely if like yeah. led me into their home, yeah. give me an opportunity to be on their platform. And yeah, I was really grateful. And yeah. They sent me cool singlets. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So I'm um, yeah, I when that happened, I was it was like watching parents get divorced, but <laughs> no, they, they're both really nice people. So, oh, uh, we got like we got our clickbait reel. That's, are that's they, all I are wanted. they cool now? I don't know. It comes up on my TikTok every now and then. It's just something new, and I don't know. We're running marathons, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're just doing their own thing now. Um, yeah. But no, that's cool that you've got because there's quite a few people that are in that that I actually like. Yeah, I'm fond of too. Like, yeah, they're doing like a thing to yesterday or today. One of the kids I coach, um, he's he just got signed by them. His name's Scott Lifts. Yeah. He's just deadlifted. He missed low. So I told him to deadlift that day like 270 kilos. Yeah. Insane deadlifts. Yeah. Kid misloaded by 20 kilos, put on like 290 and just pull, picks it up. Oh, really? <laughs> Fuck it. We, Holy we shit. watched the video back and went, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> how, how, how did you do that? I had, I had to like, I had to ask him like six times, like, did you fuck this up that badly? But no, he just somehow managed to pull. To, he gaslit himself into yeah. 490 kilos. You know what? That's like, sometimes I think of doing that at the gym. I was like, I just want, I want to, you can't ask someone because then I know it's going to happen. I'd just be like to Grace, every now and then in the gym, just come up to me if I'm not on the machine and just like chuck a plate on or like when yeah. I'm not looking and then I'll just do it and I'll, I'll think that. it's the weight and then maybe that's all I need. Maybe it's just my mental's holding me back from going heavier. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It is a, a mental block, but I was so stoked when he did yeah, it. Yeah, like, no. Because I've been awesome. only working with him like four weeks. Yeah. And to see him doing that, I was like, this coaching thing is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's good. Watching it someone else progress, off. it's really yeah. nice. Yeah. Are you an online coach or do you do both? Both. Both, both. yeah. Um, online for him, uh, sometimes like with him. I went traveling down to Melbourne here with him like a month ago with our, with our first week. But right now, mostly online. Mostly online? Yeah. Do you but have your own app or do you I don't use? Have an app. No, I just, I just program myself. Okay, and then what? You'll just like email it out? Uh, email it, it's all in Excel, big spreadsheets with algorithms and stuff but it's fun i um mm-hmm. I, I try to i've had a couple of different coaches throughout the years mm-hmm. i've learned tried to learn as much as them i can my current coach i've like learned so much from him yeah and i love i love him he got me through bodybuilding he made me what i am and trying to just be a sponge every time in a new situation with a different coach so i can then apply that to other people yeah yeah definitely yeah. because what works for me is not going to work for you it's not going to work for you yeah it's got yeah. different bodies yeah. I know it's um, obviously dependent on the person and like how smart they are and whatnot. But do you think it's important if you're going to be say an online coach yourself? Mm. Do you think it's important to have had experience with a coach? Um, not, uh, yeah, uh, I think it's important that you one have studied, yes. and uh, yep. have learned things, not just become a fitness yeah, and be misinformed. Like, yeah. yeah, yes. No, I, I think if from my perspective, I wouldn't have felt mentally okay with being a coach unless i had done stuff proven i can do stuff but also done the research and i yeah otherwise it just feel like a sellout yeah exactly because i've seen um people like tnf call people out that are like an online coach and everything and mm. everyone gets a bit like people getting upset at him for calling this because he's 19 and stuff but the minute you monetize it and you sell it mm. 
and you're making profit off other people's essentially demise if you're not offering the best product, mm. of course, it's free game to call someone out on that. Yeah. Like, you just got to pull, pull, like, you know, do better. Like, don't be lazy and just think, oh, I've got all this following. I can manipulate them. You know, I look great. And it's probably not necessarily because of the way I train. I just might have good genetics. Thanks. I might just be secretly cycling something, you know, <laughs> like it just, and I love, I love them call, like I love seeing like people getting their bullshit called out mm. and take it more as a lesson, not as like a, you know, like a yeah, hate, I guess. Like, you know, it could come across as hate, but like just take a step back and look at what you're doing, I guess. Yeah. And be like, well, you know, people are paying me like, you know, a hundred bucks a week. Like that is a lot of their money. You know, I probably should be providing the best service I can. Exactly. You know, just like it's a job, like realistically, one minute you monetize it, it's a job. And I think it's because it's not seen like that by everyone in society that they just think they can just, oh, quick buck. Yeah, cool. Well, the moment you post anything, you're open to scrutiny. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the moment you do anything, you got to be ready for hate. Yeah. Um, but you got to develop a thick skin. Yeah. And you also got to be realizing that not everyone cares what you're doing. Yeah. And just be honest with yourself. Don't do things that you would like, you wouldn't be proud of in yeah. a few years. That's yeah. always what I think it's to That's myself. True. Like with any, I with like anything that. I post or make is like, would I be, would a younger version of me be proud of that? Yes. No. Yeah. Then yeah. I don't post it. Or yeah. I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of steroids. Oh, the word whoa. got brought up. What are your thoughts on steroids? Um, <laughs> I think steroids are great if your goal is to compete in mm -hmm. the IFBB, be yeah. in the Olympia. Yeah. However, it is not for me. Yeah. I think go do it. Go 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 crazy. It's your body. Yeah. Um. I just I compete in three, four different sports right now that are all tested. Yeah. And yeah. also, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac, and I'm terrified of what my might body. happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Um. Grace and I have got like very strong opinions on the whole community around steroids and like the. We're not the biggest fans of it. It's kind of led me to a point where if I ever took steroids, I'd look like the biggest hypocrite in the world. So not that I ever planned on, but... Yeah. Um, look, at the end of the day, I don't really care. It's just when people will make out that they're not on steroids. That's or a different thing. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's... Yeah, or yeah, they'll hide it. Fraud. Yeah. So. I could... Oh, this is so bad, but I could literally spend a good chunk of my time just calling everyone out who is like on gear but they just won't admit it yeah like it really it really grinds my gears like it's so yeah. damaging it, it's just the thing that gets me to not only are like fake natties are everyone knows that they're shit but it's just i guess people getting misled about how much of a difference they make you know people will see oh bigger guys that are on steroids doing something and stuff and they'll instantly go oh well he's bigger like i'm not doing this and, you know, he I seems to be it. growing from it. I need to do it. Yeah. It's this psychology that we it's all have. It's the same thing you were saying before about the coaching. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I think it's it's hard because you can't just sit there and say, everyone that's on steroids that has a social media following, they get like some fucking label on their bio or something. I am on steroids. I'm on performance enhancing drugs, something. But it's good when the, it, people are transparent about it. But it's such a hard thing because at the end of the day, they are offering still a good advice. Mm. But it can be misinterpreted the wrong way because Absolutely. you are on something that is taking, like, it's not even funny how much of a difference it makes. Like, yeah. It's just, and people tend to be in denial of it. I see people in comments going, oh, it's not really that big of a thing. Like, you know, like Arnold said it, 1% of my body was built off steroids. It's like... It was just mm, like an extra thing I had. Yeah, it's oh. just like, mm, uh, no, I beg to differ. But, yeah, it's, no, nah, it's, it's a big, crazy fucking thing and 
Yeah, we yeah. could sit here all day talking about steroids, like just debating it. And yeah, my biggest opinion on it is like, does it affect me? Yeah, no, no. Move on. Yeah, <laughs> even if I'm competing against someone who's on it, I'm like stoic. Cool. Yeah, I'm still gonna beat you. Yeah, like yeah, it, it, I don't mind. Yeah, competing against people who are on gear. Yeah, and it's just like, that so much better knowing you're natural and mm. they've. They've, they've cheated, if, especially if it's in a natural, like, you know, maybe they're not tested and stuff. Mm. But they've cheated, cheated themselves, whatever you want to mm, say. That's on them. And, yeah, and you beat them. You just go, fuck you. Well, it's, like. it's, the, it's the mindset. And if you can live with it, you can live with it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It doesn't affect yeah. us at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's true. I have a question. You do? So, obviously, you've competed in bodybuilding. Mm. Um, we're very interested in it. Mm. What would you say was the hardest part of your prep? Like, if somebody was to be competing soon, what is something that they should look out for? The loneliness, probably. The loneliness, okay. Yeah, because, yeah, like, everyone thinks that eating, the training's hard. Yeah. That's fun. That's enjoyable. But, yeah, you, you, come a, you become a different person when you're in prep. You become so tunnel vision, tra- one-track-minded that you have to achieve this goal and you push everyone away in order to achieve it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was just, I'm. Re- I wouldn't give anything. I wouldn't have done anything differently. But there are a lot of regrets that have come as a result of my prep, and yep. a lot of things that I wish I could rectify and fix. Yeah. And I pushed a lot of people away. But if I didn't do it and I didn't go all out for this one thing, I'd be so angry at myself. Yeah. I was gonna say, do you think it's necessary to be that tunnel no. vision? Yeah. So you no. think you can do it without? Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's my mindset. Everyone's mm-hmm. different. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I know the only way I can sometimes achieve something, especially if it's trying to get uh, as emaciated as I want it to get, I had to do that by just being a, a shell, yeah. a human, um, hiding myself away from a lot of people, and just working. Yeah. Monk mode. It's an interesting sport because it's like you're showing off your physical appearance, and it's it all physical, but it realistically is all mental like did you go that bit harder to push exactly. each session did you go that bit harder to make sure you were strict enough on eating like it's it's completely like it's a mental game but it's funny because the result is physical game like and just like it's also the memory yeah mm. that's the i had this massive issue with the after the prep uh this big thing where i thought I shouldn't have done it. I've ruined a lot of the aspect. Like, the pillars of my life kind of fell apart after prep. That's what I was going to ask what after prep was like. Yeah, it, I had a terrible, terrible, terrible two yeah. months. And I thought the whole world was just destroyed. Yeah. I was in the worst mental state ever. Because a big part of your life, you're working to this goal, is gone. Yeah. Yep. And then you, you don't know what now to have do. to try and pick up the pieces yeah. of your life afterwards. Mm. And if you've neglected every other aspect, yeah. you're kind of left with yeah, like nothing in your hands. You're like, yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so trying to just get back at, like get back on your feet, yep. slowly returning it to a healthy body fat percentage, fixing your mental health. But yeah, it was hard. Mm-hmm. Like I've never felt more alone than the month of June, like a month after the comp. Just, But I needed it. I needed to have that reset so I could figure out what my priorities were, yeah. who I wanted to be as a person, and then make new goals. Because yeah. time happens, shit happens, but you got to move on. Yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask. I'd heard... Um, was it after your first or second show that you ended up with you oh, got cellulitis. cellulitis? That was like last year. Oh wow! So was yeah. that the that was, that was your first? That was my first. Like yeah. So I had bilateral cellulitis. Uh, what that means is that cellulitis is a skin condition, uh, which is like a massive infection from like an ingrown hair, which turns into a thing like a boil. Yeah. Like pussy, disgusting, painful as old shit. Yeah. Most people get them 
uh, from shaving. That's how I got mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to shave your legs for comp. Comp, yeah. yeah. My first ever time competing, I got so lean that I w- it was stupidly lean. Like, it was the point where I was almost fainting getting up. Yeah. And my cheeks were so gaunt, it was the definition of just dumb. But I did yeah. it by myself without a coach. Yeah. Um, which was different to this time, which I've now had a coach for eight months. Yeah. So coming off prep, went to Melbourne, ate tons of food, got f- <laughs> had a good time, drank, just enjoyed myself. Didn't think about the consequences of reintroducing food that I hadn't eaten for like six months yeah, into my body. Yeah. Yep. And I gained like, I think it was nine kilos, went from like 73 to 84, oh no, 82. In like a week? In like a week. Shit. Oh, really? I was all water, all fat. And I was yeah. I'm looking in the mirror going, what the fuck? Yeah. <sighs> going from like this, the best I've ever looked yep. to probably the worst I'd looked in like three years. Yep. Yeah, It was wow. a hard mental shock. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I woke up, I, I went to work one day. And my legs were just really filled with water, like yep. inflamed. Yeah. And these little pimples had popped up. Mm-hmm. And the little pimples got really infected. Yeah. They slowly grew and grew and grew and turned, they, they turned into these pussy messes. And I couldn't walk. It was just so painful. Yeah. The skin, skin would be stretching. And I just went to the doctors and like, what can we do? And they said, yeah, you fucked it. On, on, on both legs? Both legs. That's why it's bilateral. And yep. apparently that doesn't meant to, that's not meant to happen. Yeah, it's right. It's very rare. But Shit. I've had it a few times where I've had like pimples on both legs because I also got them on my quads. Yeah. But they didn't get too bad. Don't know why, but those ones got really bad because my immune system was so shattered. Short, yeah, from, from yeah. being emaciated and cutting yeah. as stupidly as I did. Yeah, I just, the legs just weren't working. So yeah. I went to the hospital wow. and they said, you, you've overcooked this one. Yeah. And we can't give you any pain medication to help you deal with these. Fuck. We're going to have to slice them open, push <gasps> all the pus out, oh. and then let them drain for about three days. Wait, why can you have no pain medication? Because the infection was so big that nothing, if they, even if they added it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't do anything. Matter. It was so big. The leg was like six times like Fuck. what it is now. I had big calves for once in my life. It was, <laughs> great. It was great. Yeah, just get cellulitis. Yeah. So, oh. it's, a, it's a cheat, cheat like code for calves. Legs. Fuck. Um, Cheat code for big legs. My so God. Bad. Oh. But instead of uh, pain medication, like um, uh, like any painkillers, they gave me the green whistle. Yes. Okay. Um, so I started sucking on that and the doctor's just like, it's going to be really quick. And then we're going to have to push it for like two, three minutes trying to get everything out. And you just suck on it. Got the scalpel, sliced them open. Yeah. I'm just watching it. High as a kite on this green whistle. Yeah. Just watching this volcano of oh. blood yeah. just shoot out. And it was an experience. Shit. So that's what those scars are from. That's what those scars are from because they had to cut them open. Uh, mm-hmm. And immediately I went from having massive calves to... Yeah. Holy shit. Um, and did it get to a point where they were thinking of like amputating? Mm. Yeah, it right. Was that bad. It was a joke. It was a joke they said. It said oh. If you waited three more days, so if the infection couldn't get that bad, we would have to amputate. He said <sighs> it as a joke, but I, in the moment I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> Holy fuck. that's just a terrible oh joke. We give it to someone like that's that. We're going to drop your legs off. Yeah. And then I made that comment on the last podcast I was on, and I was like, probably shouldn't have tr- elaborated that on that more, but that clip did well. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck. Oh, and you didn't feel it when you had the. I felt it. Oh, you still felt I it. I felt everything. Um, but I was high. So yeah, just. I don't even know what's in the green whistle. It's like, but they didn't let me go home for three hours. I just had to sit and let the whatever oh. they gave me wear off. Yeah. And then just watch my legs just drain. Yeah. Ooze. And did it ever get to a point where, like, because of having had that happen, where you thought, you know, 
you reconsidered ever doing bodybuilding again? Because it was like for some people, that'd be a huge turn off. Like I'm never doing that again. Like sure, like I've made probably mistakes I could do differently, but like that's like a big thing to have gone through. Yeah, um, that wasn't anything in my eyes that big to go through. I just yeah. had some infections that got out of hand. Yeah. Um, the only reason I ever wanted to do bodybuilding again after that was because there was a little thing in my head. Yeah. Saying you did well last time, but you didn't win. Yeah. Yeah. You have things left on the table. Yeah. And yeah. you need to go get it. You need to go get it. Yeah. And that feeling didn't go away after a week after competing. It didn't yeah. go away after a month. And I got to about four months after that comp went, fuck it. Yeah. We can do it. Just ate away at you. Yeah, I had to do it. So I hired the coach and just sent another prep. Yeah. In six months of my first show mm-hmm. and went from 72 kilos on stage to like 79, 81. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And then yeah. that's when you ended up winning... Yeah. Was it overall for under 23? Was it was that overall it? for Newcastle uh, show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got overall under 23 at another show. Yeah. I came third against these mass monsters, like 30-year-old. Yeah. Genuine Greek gods. I look at them, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just made me come to the conclusion. Got a few years after that, when I went to nationals, because I already qualified, because I won a few other shows. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to do under 23s, because that's the only reason I'm here. Is yep. to get that national title. That's yeah. all I've been thinking about. Yeah. Yep. Pro card is not that big a deal. Yeah. Yeah. So I just stepped on stage with all the, all the other under twenty three kids and had fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great. It was a surreal feeling. Have yep. you met a lot of people through competing? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, met Kalani through it. Yeah. And met met some great people in Newcastle. Met yep. a girl called Grace Keegan. She's she's yep. out ICN bikini pro. Yeah. Shout out Grace. Shout out Grace. Yeah. We love Grace over here. Yeah. She's good and. Met a lot of met a lot of guys on like the IFBB area. Yeah, there's some really really cool people to meet in the sport, and because you can kind of relate and talk about what you're going through, it's just nice. Yeah, yeah. Because it's hard to explain to someone who doesn't do it because they mm. they don't really get it. Yeah, and they, they look at you like, why aren't you eating? Yeah, yeah. Why are you training? Parents like are the big oh, one for that. My yeah. God. Oh my god! Everyone, I feel like has a humbling mother. Like, I've been, like, when I was at the peak of my bulk, mum just is straight up like, oh, you looking fat. Like, <laughs> like just mm. looking, oh, he doesn't look healthy. And then even, like, the other day, my Grace's mum says, said to oh, me, you look terrible. I like you when you were looking yeah, skinnier and goes, stuff. Is the, I don't know if that's a common thing no, amongst she goes, mums. I liked you probably six months ago when you weren't so fat. Like, I saw you sitting on the lounge the other day and I could see cellulite all over your legs. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah. They just don't it's just funny. They just, they just don't, just don't get, get it. it. Yeah. They think like there's another way to do it other than just bulking and cutting and going through this phase. They keep you humble though. Yeah. yeah. Like I, and even if I got even if I cut nice and lean, mum would look at me and say you're too skinny now. Like and so it never never it a place of love because they care yeah. about you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And whenever I get shitty comments from like my friends or family yeah. about how I look or about my photos or videos, I'm yeah. just like it's not my opinion. Yeah. Their opinion. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I can't control how they feel. Yeah. yeah. So just, I'm going to keep doing it though. Yeah. 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 Because like yeah. you have a, if you have a goal and your goal is to be a hundred kilos. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Who fucking cares what anyone says? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just funny though that like parents are like that. Oh, it's yeah. hilarious. Are your parents like very supportive? Um, they are now. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a, it's a bit of a rude awakening to any parent to see their son. Yeah. Half naked on the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they definitely were like, there was a few weeks of like, you're throwing your life away. What are you doing? Yeah. But slowly over time, also with the content starting to do better 
and then more proof of concept. It was easy to explain to them why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could see my passion and love for it. Yeah. Yep. And now they support me. They, they never didn't support it. They were just worried about my Yeah, a bit wary. Yeah. Yep. And there have been times where social media has gotten to me and I'm like, I hate this, I want to quit. And I've yeah. talked to them about it. Yeah. I'm like, you should. And I don't because I am committed now and I really yeah. enjoy it still. Because yeah. you're going to have bad days with anything. But they're 100% supportive of it. Like my dad, he... <laughs> He got so excited when this brand, I uh, this chorus watch brand, uh, I made this video about trying to keep up with Kachoki, and then the brand texted me said we want to work with you with a watch. Do that video, and they took the whole concept and the whole idea of the video and did it for, with them with another guy, mm-hmm. and he was pissed because he's like they stole your video idea, <laughs> and I'm like oh, Dad, you watch my videos, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's like that's that cool. brand. What the fuck? Yeah, pull him out. Yeah, wait, they actually saw your video idea. They didn't steal it. They just took the whole concept of the video and they made a whole campaign around it, made a video. They gave me a watch, though. So. I meant to ask just as the conversation was going, what body fat did you get down to for your, like, shows? So we did the skin caliper test. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is not, like, um, in order to find out what someone's actual body fat percentage is, the only way to truly do it is to cut you open and dissect you into little pieces and put fat over there. Protein over there, muscle mass, everything. Yeah, so we'll never know for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I think you can. Um, sorry, the, uh, uh, I someone mentioned it on one of my placements. You do a, it's you can do a scan that actually oh, involves scan. yeah in radiation and that yeah. like can that's way better than the like ones I have at your gym and like it's your sub the store. most accurate, but it can be but even then, yeah, mm. yeah. If I've done it being two weeks out from stepping on stage, like veins everywhere, and they yeah. said I was twelve percent body fat. Yeah, I looked in the mirror and went. That's not 12% body fat. Mm. Yeah. Um, but the skin calipers, that's what me and my coach use the whole way. Yep. At the start of prep, I was 8.3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then two days before stepping on stage, he says I was 4.2. Holy shit. <laughs> start of prep being a, a sub 10 though. Like, holy. Yeah, but it was like, I didn't really post, like post the first prep, I hadn't really gone on a cycle of like trying to grow. Yeah. Like a growth cycle yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not a yeah. steroid cycle. So you were four percent for your most for, recent show for my first Newcastle show. Yeah. So I think out of all the three shows I did recently, Newcastle was probably where I looked the best. Yeah. Because it was the first show, and I just had more size, had more dr- dryness and leanness. Yep. My sh- most shredded was the Fitness Expo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where I was also the lightest, and then my most full, but also a little bit watery because it was like a week after. Yeah. Was nationals, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of glad. Because I had more shape and yeah. more flow, and the lighting was kind of shit there. Yeah, so you weren't going to see the shredded dryness. You were just going to see the shape. Yeah, and that helped me win that one. Yeah, are you done with bodybuilding now? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, I have no inclination to compete. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because I was, I was thinking <laughs> that. I was thinking maybe, what else would there? If you didn't want your pro card, would you want to achieve? I'd that, only so. ever consider competing again if it was in the idea of being an IFBB. A BB. Yeah, okay. Yeah, an athlete. Yeah, like I'd. I know it's an unlikely reality as a natural person to go pro in that. Yep. But if I'm going to step on stage again, you might as well do it with the big dogs. Yeah. Yep. And see what yep. you're actually made of. Yep. I've asked this before to a few other people. Seeing as you have done bodybuilding, obviously yep. body dysmorphia is like yep. the worst thing that hits you. It hits everyone that goes to gym enough. How do you overcome it? Like what, do you have any strategies or like things that you do to like um, you never really it? Get, it, get over it. It's always going to be yeah. a little green dragon. Yes. Yeah. Um, I... I think the easiest way to do it is to deal with it mostly is to try and limit the amount of times you check in and look at your physique. Yeah. It's part of the sport, practicing posing, watching yourself. Yeah. And going to the gym, you see a mirror, practice posing. 
but I tried to mitigate it as much as possible. Yeah. Except for like once a week when I checked in, because if I did it every day, I'd be like, I look shit today. I look better yesterday. Um, and it just, it spirals you. Yeah. And you get really depressed about it. And you put, sometimes weigh your whole self-worth mm-hmm. on being this, oh, I'm 6% body fat. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, getting a title is cool. Competing yeah. is cool. But you're much more than just being shredded. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I try and avoid it, especially now, because going from where I was to now, like I prefer what I am now. But yeah. there are days where I look in the mirror and I'm like, I feel fat as fuck. Yeah. 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 But yeah. that's life. Comes and goes in waves, I suppose. Yeah. That's um, all mental health things. Yeah. Like. And like, I guess social media mm. has not helped it either. No. Like I'll just be on my phone. I see Hamish. I'm like, fuck me. Like, <laughs> like even, even with me, like sometimes I'm editing a video and I look at a recent clip and I'm like, oh, it's cool. But I know an older clip from like two months ago would work much better. Yeah. So I'll use that one instead of the most yeah. recent one. Yeah. And I need to stop doing it. But part of the problem. It's part of the problem. <laughs> just adding to it. Oh. Um, that's just my insecurities. Yeah, yeah, no, everyone has them. Everyone's so. got them. Um, well, like, that's the same as you guys. Like, what do you feel about that? What, with overcoming yeah. body dysmorphia? Um, like, we're all at different levels. Yeah, I suppose, realistically, like, yeah, there's no real strategy to it. Like, I ask just to think in case someone has, like, something cool that they do. Or <laughs> something like, that we can yeah. learn. Um, I guess I just try and ignore it. And then I know some people, stay, like, stick away from comparing themselves to before but i find it always is like if it gets bad enough just think of where you were like a year or two ago and be like well you know it's fucking it's you know but because people get worried about doing that they're going to be content and they won't take it further but i'm not i'm not getting content so sometimes it gets that bad where you won't want to take your pump cover off at the gym or something if you're like bulking or you don't want to do anything shirtless on social media because you don't look as good as you should. Or like you go and you film yourself and then you look, you you look at it through your phone and you're like, Oh, this is mad. And I'll look at it and I'm like, this is dog shit. Like why, why do I even do that? Happens all the time. Yeah. But there was one clip. I think I made a video on it, but there was one clip I filmed two days before nationals. Yeah. I looked at when I first went through it, I went, I look terrible. Mm -hmm. I don't look, I look puffy. I look not dry. I don't look shredded enough. I don't have enough muscle. Yeah. I then looked at it like three weeks ago and went, what the fuck was I thinking? Mm, yeah. yeah, definitely. Because, but you're, you're so, you're in a situation where every day you, it's become your reality yeah. that you are this way. Yeah. So when you aren't that way, you can then actually appreciate what level you're what at. What you were, yeah. And it's, it's real toxic, but I think you need to step away from being that, that physique yeah. in order to appreciate it more. That's yeah. why I, I like the way I am now, because, like, I can appreciate what I was, but yeah. I feel good Yeah. Right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's a thing with Triple J. <laughs> they interviewed some guys about muscle dysmorphia, and a chief psychologist said there is actually no, nothing researchers know what to do with it. If you have it, sick. That's all. Yeah, wow. That's all, that was all Shit. their advice. So, like, have fun. Yeah, fuck. Sucks what, stuff. like body dysmorphia? Yeah, uh, they like called it muscle dysmorphia. Muscle dysmorphia, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like an off-branch of body dysmorphia. Wow. Oh. <laughs> that's that, good. <laughs> when I read that and listened no to hope. it on the radio, I was like, brother. Yeah, <laughs> no hope at all. No. Um, well, I guess, yeah, it's, it's all mindset and it's important. And having this had this conversation with you, I'm starting to learn that you actually have like a really good mindset. And you mentioned to me in the gym that you spent, was it a month, like, reading up? Uh, yeah. Or, like, just, like, I guess the stoicism sort of thing. I and fell down a fat rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah, I was just looking at 
I started. We have the we have meditations by Marcus Rios, my housemate. He's yep. really into philosophy, and he has all these books, all these books lying around. Yeah, and I saw that and went, okay. I opened up, realized you can't read it like a book because it's pretty much just his thoughts as he was emperor. Yeah. So I just read it line a day for like a, the first few days. I'm like, oh, I can apply it to my life. Mm-hmm. And then I found uh, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, and yep. it kind of put everything into perspective for me. Like, life is my life's fine. What I'm going through is nothing. Yeah. Um, it's important that we feel our emotions and feel pain when it's happening. But at the end of the day, people have got, most people in life go through shit. So you might as well just try and do something better and just get, get on with it. Yeah. But always, I like to feel my emotions. And then once I felt it, put it aside and move yeah. on. Yeah. Go train. Yeah. Let, let's like the stoicism side of things. I feel like I really need to tap into because yeah. Grace can probably tell you. I'm fucking the worst at controlling, especially when I get irritated. Yeah. I'm terrible at controlling it. It's a spiral. Yeah. And it just, I feel like it's just that impulse you have inside yourself saying, get angry. Like just, yeah. just get pissed off, swear, yell out, or like just start hitting something. Yeah. Like if you get angry, it's just because like it's it going to fix it. Day, like yeah. let it, let it piss you off that badly that you're going to have the shit. It's like, yeah. It's not that deep. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny. And I'll see motivational stuff and I'm like, fuck, that makes a lot of sense. Mm. Like I need to start just taking a step back and thinking and, you know, I have a lot of people that say you should still feel your emotions but don't let the your emotions uh, control the situation yeah. and, yeah, like don't be like your, your response. You. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, it's definitely something I feel like I need to improve more on. 100%. Um, uh, I think we like, all do, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, if you, have a, if you have a big problem, most problems in life can be solved by going for a walk. Yeah. And just thinking it over. Yeah. Just – I found this place – where I live, it's just like really close to the water. Yeah. There's tons of rocks. And I'd go walking. And if I was really angry or upset at something, pick up a rock and just chuck it. Yeah. And I don't know why, but watching it made me feel really good. Yeah. And I come back and just get on with my day. Yeah. That's why I think um, I, it would be weird if you saw this from an outside perspective. I yeah. talk to myself. That's perfect. So I will always like, if I'm in the car or something, sometimes I won't play music and I'll just sit down and have a full blown conversation with myself if there's someone else like in the car and I find that does help is especially if I'm like feeling confused or like like unsure of something or yeah. like upset but yeah I just will and I've done it it's weird I've done it since I was really young as well like I would be in the mirror in the bathroom and I would just start having a conversation with myself <laughs> I don't know if it's like a weird thing yeah, or something but no it's 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 helped me now Mum used to like hear me sometimes be like, why are you talking to yourself? And it would just make me feel really why awkward. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's funny advices. Yeah. Funny ways of, to deal with. For some reason, yeah. I feel like I'd give myself good advice. And then all you I have to say is like. excellent advice, but sometimes you don't take your own advice. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'll be, <laughs> I'll be preaching like, who, who's someone. Lewis, Lewis always gives me such good advice. Yeah. And I never apply it to myself. And I'll sometimes like, I'll see him in a situation. I'll be like, well, just think of what you'd tell me. Yeah. Coaches don't play. Yeah. Huh? Coaches coach. They don't play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once uh, it's true. Once it comes back onto me, I'll be like, yeah, I really should take my advice, but I really don't fucking want to. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is just not, uh, not how it should be going. Yeah. Um, I found also writing shit down also helps too. Like, yeah. It's yeah. very like journaling. Yeah. It's very quintessential. Like all the shit that you hear people say you should do. It actually helps. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Everyone enough. swears breathing. by journaling. That's one yeah. thing breathing. I've picked up on is breathing. Even to just like, go to sleep at night i just yeah. start like taking deep breaths and it like does relax me like quite yeah. a lot i had a night where i was like pissed off at this one situation 
and I wanted to send this long text, like putting out all my emotions, yeah. ruining Elsa Zaman's night yeah. just because I was in a shitty mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I wrote the message on my book. Yeah. Wrote it down, put everything I wanted to say there. Yeah. When I finished writing, I was like, oh, I feel better now. But I didn't have to send it to her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To have that feeling because it's in the it's out of my mind. I yeah. put it down on the paper. Yeah. Yep. I can now move on. Yep. Yeah. Because there's no point really ruining else someone's day just because yeah. you're upset. Yeah. That's true. That's good. That's a good good tactic. It's so funny. I'm like the same age as you and it's just funny looking at different people at different stages of we their all life. Have different lives. Yeah. We all have different just decisions and what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Like there's some people right now that are just figuring out themselves when they're 16. There's people different doing what I do, much younger than me, much older. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. You're doing your own thing. Yeah. yeah. There's no point comparing. Yeah. Um, Comparison. Have you found much has changed since doing like socially, I guess? since Everything. Starting, yeah. It's been everything. like a huge change. Yeah, it's like massive. since really like getting traction and everything. Like, oh, Not just, not really just traction, just my whole life. Is yeah. A year ago, my life is completely different. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, was, I used to go out a lot. I used to go drinking. Yeah, I still I still do go out a bit now. Yeah, um, recently, but it's different. Yeah, um, I had a very, I had a big group of social, a uh, big group of friends. I lived in a share house. Yeah, had yeah. fun, spent my young early twenties and like late teens have doing all the things that most people would do. Yeah, but I got to a point where I was just like, I don't really want to do it yeah. that anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have this thing I want to try. If I don't give it my all, I'll probably regret it. Yeah, yeah. so I just didn't. I haven't cut those people out. I still love them. They're yeah. great friends, but I can't be like I was anymore. So yeah. I now have different focuses. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't be the person you were at all times. Everyone changes. So life's completely different. Yeah. But I, I, I like my life now. Yeah. It's really enjoyable. There's, t- there's days I, I wish I could go back yeah. and enjoy my different stage of my life, but it's gone. Yeah. yeah. What's the point back. worrying, yeah. trying to go fix for the future. it? Yeah. Yeah. Look, into the future, <laughs> day by day though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you ever like recognised? Are you at that stage <gasps> where you feel like yeah, yeah occasionally? Yeah, yeah. People come up and be like, oh, you're from oh TikTok. Oh my god, The other day after I did the city the surf, he just like walked up to me awkwardly with the phone. He's like, your name's Hamish. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, hey buddy, and he's like, here photo. Aww, <laughs> like, yeah, that's so cute. Oh, bless. And his mum and dad. And I was like, hey, how are you? And it was really, it was really cute. Aww. See, I'd be terrible. I'd be just as nervous as the kid oh. asking me for a photo. I'd be like, really nervous. I'd be like, yeah. I love that though. Or they'd be like, hey, they'd be like, are you Lewis? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Chris Bumstead used to do that. I heard him talk about it. Um, people come up to the gym and ask him, be like, are you Chris Bumstead? And he goes, no. no. <laughs> it's true, but it's like, well, like if you think you, like surely you'd know. Like, yeah, you are Chris Bumstead. No, that's like, really oh, wholesome, shit. though. That's a wholesome. Oh, that was that's the nicest one. There's like, there's also a lot of people who like shout slurs out, and you're like, oh, fuck really? You yeah, people suck. Yeah, really. Yeah. Some people are horrible. Yeah, like people love tearing people down. So what in in public? At the gym. Yeah. At the, at the gym. Yeah. At the gym. Wow. Taking photos of you. Talking <gasps> shit. Like, oh, wow. I have headphones on, but sometimes they're not playing. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. My God. Like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, wow. But that's life. The what mo- the hell? That's really, yeah. Toxic. I control it. <laughs> See, this guy's got fucking good mindset. I'd be fucking, Great I'd be mindset. like, give me your phone. Ah, ah, quick elbow. Nah, I don't like biting. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Look, I, I always say that, and that. the first time I got in a fight, I ended up in the hospital. So, yeah, I d- it didn't, didn't, didn't end up well for me. So, Shit. also, we're at um, I was with Grace and about five of her friends. So it was one bloke and six girls. James smart was there. move. 
Oh yeah, sorry. Shout out James. Um, <laughs> shout, out. shout out James. Um, but we're at Finnegan's, yeah, and classic. yeah, and we got in, and it was good. I was getting like smashed. Everyone was getting smashed, and then there was just these two little blokes that like came up right behind Grace, and they were being like incredibly sus of her and a friend, and were getting just too close. And so I stood. I came. I just all I did was I walked over. I someone pointed it out. They were like, oh, yeah. Like, well, I was like, looking at Lewis. I was like. And, and Elizabeth, my friend, yeah. too. Shout yeah. out, Elizabeth. So I walked over and, like, stood, like, right in between them. And th- they were right there. And before I even had a second to react, like, yeah. uh, the guy, like, pressed his head up to me. I don't know what he was saying. It was really loud. And then all of a sudden, I just got, I just whack. whack. And I've never been punched before. So I just instantly was like, what the fuck's just happened here? It- but then in saying that, there was two of them. One of them grabbed my hair, pulled my head down. And was coming from underneath, and the on, other one, on. the other one was just like on the side of it my temple. Was shocking! It all happened so fast. Like the moment of them coming up to us, yeah. and us clocking it, and then getting Lewis. It all happened. Yeah, I was like I was, that. It, like it, so they'd fast. run off before I'd processed. I was like, yeah, what and then happened? Ma- like he I've walked, just been assaulted. Yeah. yeah, he walked up to them, and yeah, it happened in like. Oh, what, I don't even two think seconds. I said anything. Like they just. Instantly, they must have been on something swinging. or whatever. But alcohol, yeah, yeah, maybe. But it was, it was. It, I got so traumatized. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> from it was, that, it was uh, not fun. Apologies to anyone that was there because I was like screaming, like I to was be fair, freaked out. Th- there were some people that did well and like helped step in, but in saying that, it oh, was I just, stepped like, in. Grace was the one that ended up getting one of them off me. Uh, that everyone else was just sort of comes up to me then and goes. Oh, you you're right. Like, what, what just happened? I was like, yeah. I was like, you, did you just what spectate with a bit of popcorn or something? Had, like, I'm getting my head beat. I here, had bro. one yeah. of them. I had one of them literally by the Will you neck. Make a choke, like by the neck. You know, I don't know what it's called, oh, I but just, and I dragged. Well. And I remember there was people like looking at me, like, get off him, get off him. And <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, you punched oh, my boyfriend. Literally. Yeah. I just wish, like, it, you, you sit. But I try not to think about it because it's fucking irrelevant now, but. Mm. The, uh, sometimes it'll just get to me and I'll just be like, oh, I wish I just uh, did something. Yeah. But it, you can't it, in you that can't situation. In that moment. No. And yeah. so it that was the minute that happened, everything, like I used to go out back in 2021, me and my mates went out fucking nearly every weekend of that year. Like, and we never, never got into a fight, never happened. The minute, like, not, I'm not saying that, oh, it's because of Grace's fault. <laughs> no, but like it, I was coming towards the end of, town and that whole phase and facade and shit and the minute that happened i like can't go out and just chill especially if i'm with her i always was very lax and was just like whatever but now i'm like especially if i don't drink i'm incredibly on edge because i always think like what's gonna happen i've got to be the one that's got to start it otherwise if i'm it's the other way around i'll be the one that's getting hit in the face again and who knows what will happen next time so um, that. That's why I don't like it anymore. I just don't like because it's just no fun. Then I just go out and I'm just constantly like, like I'm gonna fucking hit this bloke. No, percent. I had the same issue. Like at the end of 2020, when I was like 19. Yeah, I got bashed. And, like had my jaw split in half. Oh fuck! Leaving, what is it? Nui? Yeah. Yeah. Just walking home. Um, Shit. So you got jumped. Oh my god! What? I was breaking up a fight between my two mates oh, and okay. some random dude that we didn't <gasps> even know. Just comes just goes, in. Oh my like god! Curb stomps me. Splits my jaw in half. Fuck. And um, oh, I think I saw something about you broke. Your, is that how you broke your jaw? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh, we love Newcastle. Love yeah. It's full I of lovely lived people. Here for like two months by that stage. Oh, yeah. that's like, so bad. My mom and dad were like, "Why the fuck are you living in Newcastle?" Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's cool. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's going to Melbourne. Melbourne's fucking 
Well, every time I move, something traumatic happens. Druggies. First one yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I feel like the druggies in Melbourne would just come up and have a conversation with you, not try and fight you, like in yeah. Newcastle. Um, so, you're moving to Melbourne. Where are you moving to? And what are your plans? Uh, we haven't got a house yet, but this is my mate, Jesse. He's a coach. Uh, he trained at Hornsby with Kalani for a while. Mm-hmm. So, I met him recently. Um, he's living down there now with his aunt. And me and Kalani are just going to get a house with him and probably St Kilda uh, or around that area, Port, Port Melbourne as well. And, yeah, just spend the summer just doing what we did when we went out there. We went, out, we went down to Melbourne uh, in May and just had fun and mm-hmm. did lots of photo shoots, did lots, of, did lots of content, did a podcast. And the idea was because that week was so much fun, yeah. me and Kalani were like, why don't we just live here and mm. just spend a summer here grinding our asses off trying to make content, just seeing if – we can make this dream a reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get like one one big one big crack. Like, just send it. And um, if we, at the end of the summer it doesn't happen, doesn't happen. Like, so you're you're moving there sort of short term. Yeah, just for the summer because I got yep. another year of law school, and True. it's compulsory attendance to be at Newcastle. Oh, so you're literally going to move once uni stops and then come back. Yeah. Oh, that would be so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love Melbourne. Hey. Yeah. The idea might be to transfer unis, but... <gasps> Wouldn't that be, like, a pain in the ass? Pain in the ass, probably more time at uni. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, five years is already long enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a scary thought that's been dawning on me, because we mentioned this before when we were um, at the gym. If if this sort of a thing didn't work, I feel like if this doesn't work, there'll be something else kind of thing. Like, oh, is uh, Because I don't see myself, and I refuse to see myself working in this job... Ever like the the I'll do, I'll graduate I'll have my bachelor's or whatever I'll do radiography for forty plus years and then that's it no like that's just not that it doesn't have it doesn't make it, sense in my head um and I know they'd be like oh well, you can always chop and change and stuff and whatever but it's just like oh, it's but you just, can that's yeah I know and I know you can and and I definitely will like I said from the minute I started I refuse to do this for the like the rest of my life I just won't. It's not going to happen. Even before I did a placement, I could have loved it, but I was like, I just know I'm going to get sick of it eventually. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's been a scary thing dawning on me that I go, I've got like a year and a half left and I like really want to like make sort of something work with this or whether it leads into something else or, you know, like get that opportunity that I need to like, that we can just take and get me away from that. Because, I don't know, the more I've done placement, the more I've gone, oh, it's not really the greatest. But, mm. like, you know, if that's where it ends up, for the, you know, just until something else happens. And, yeah, but, I don't know, I've been quite sort of fearful, I guess. Not, like, it's a pretty good situation to be in, like, let's be honest. Like, yeah. I'm worrying about getting a job that's going to pay, what, six figures at one point. Like, but it's just, I'd, like, value my happiness too much. And for me, my success would lie in me doing something that I obviously enjoy, but I'd like to work on my own time and my own schedule and be responsible for, like, my. I like that sense of responsibility. I like to being able to have my own, like, sort of creative ideas put onto something, and it just doesn't happen in this job at all. Okay. There's a certain way to do something, you do it that way, and you just repeat. Follow the guidelines. And I don't like constriction in that. I like being able to express my creativity and... Like, that's why I like doing this because we can, it's our own thing. We can do it any fucking way we like and it's just, it's nice. It's rewarding when it does well because you did it. Yeah. You know, yeah, you didn't do well because of the way it's been done forever. 
you did it because, you know, you did well because you thought of this way or you, you thought of like the idea and you executed it well. And yeah, I like that satisfaction and reward. And I guess one thing I've been really like, I see the motivation stuff on TikTok, whatever. And one thing is like, don't go chasing someone else's dream, I suppose. So it goes back. There's a video by this guy called Exerbia 1A or Exerb, Exerbia. Yeah. He's a philosophy YouTuber. Yeah. He makes some great videos. His uh, little captions like an existential turtle. It's great. Um, (laughs) And he's this video called meaning is a sweater. You have to knit for yourself. And the, that had a really weird, profound effect on me because, like, we're born into this world with no choice. Like, we're just thrown into it. We have no meaning. Yeah. But we have to find it ourselves. We have to knit this sweater. Mm. And we all have different perspectives and goals. But, like, if you get to a point where a job isn't feeling rewarding anymore, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. You can start something else. Yes. There's a day where I wake up and videos aren't what I want to do. That's okay. We'll find something else to fill our time with. Yeah. doesn't... Everything does come to an end. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it's a good realistic start to get your degree. You Mm -hmm. have to be realistic. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can't do what you want to do. Yeah. Like there's options for you and there's options for me and there's options for you. Like you can go into it part time. Yeah. And like no one's saying you have to like go full time straight up. Yeah. 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 It's just what it's what it's what's expected, but you don't have to do it. It's. Like I've You're never still been, so young. Yeah, I've never been a fan of the burn the boats idea sort of thing. And like it's all in just the one thing because I I wouldn't like to think of the amount of people that have done that and it's just not paid off and then they go, what the fuck do I do oh, now? Yeah, like yeah. I'm stuck. So <laughs> You honestly don't even have to go straight into full-time work. Once yeah, you no, and I don't it think I will. S- I don't think I will. It but would be smart, Yeah, you know, but you don't have to. You could have a year off if you yeah. really wanted to. Yeah. Like maybe not the most ideal tactic, but yeah. you could. Like I still think great opportunity I'm finding a life of happiness. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I still think I'm like finding my niche. You know, like niche, your, your niche, niche, <laughs> niche. Um, your niche, niche. Just because, like, <laughs> your niche. My niche. What the fuck? Like, I love doing things like with the gym, working out, like health and all that. That's like great, and I do really like love doing it. But I sit and think sometimes. I'm like. Is it my thing? Like, is yeah. this? Is it's this hard it? to find your niche. Like, I'm not Do you reckon sure you've found your niche? Um, Surely, right? I don't know. Like, I guess it, this is still such I a new and exciting it. thing for me. Yeah, it's, it's. I still don't know how to like un- understand what it is. Like mm. each day, it's evolving more and more. Yeah, and you go through days where you have a massive growth spurt in in engagement. You're like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah. So in terms of my niche. No, I don't have. I don't think I have one because I don't think I fall into that bodybuilding niche. I don't really fall into the triathlon niche or hybrid. Yeah, I just kind of do what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to have a niche. No, just yeah. be yourself. If you have a hobby and you can somehow monetize it, congratulations. Yeah, you now almost found a life of happiness. Yeah, because yeah. you now have fun and do what you want to do yeah. every day. Yeah, I think uh, I've seen things like um, recently that have really resonated with me. There was that one I saw the other day about chip. It was a maybe. Maybe your path is harder because your calling is higher or something. Mm. Like, because you consistently get into the comparison shit and I will look at people that are doing well and I go, what, like, how do they have it now? Like, they're the same age as me. How do they have it now? Like, and I don't. But it's just, I like that thought, you know, just it makes me feel better anyway, even if it's maybe not the case, but it's just nice to think, you know, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe there's more to it than that. Like, just this little instant sort of success, fame overnight thing. Like, but have you thought of the idea of, like, once you have it, what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. 
I feel like it's just a thing of I'll figure that out when I get to that bridge. Like, I'll cross it. Um, I feel like I'll be able to cross it. You know, I have confidence that if it did, like, pan out that way, that we'd be okay. Mm. Like, yeah, right, get so busy chasing a dragon. Um, and then when you get it, you're like, oh, now what? Literally, yeah. yeah. You so have it and you're like, mm. I think that's why I keep changing sports so much. Yeah. Just because I'm like, oh, I got it. Yeah, and there's nothing Sex. nothing wrong with doing a hundred different sports. Yeah, I feel like that's a, that's a big issue here. Everyone thinks that you have to have a niche and you have to stick to one thing mm. and make it your whole life. Yeah. It's like, well, no, you don't have to do just chuck shit at the wall. Yeah, yeah. Shoot yeah. just do whatever you want. Um, it's not that deep. Yeah, just have fun. Yeah. Well, we've been going for a good while. We've had a very we good combo. We certainly have. Um, I've got a few questions left. Uh, do you think, so going back to that hybrid athlete thing, do you think everyone should become a hybrid athlete or like work towards maybe doing more than just the one thing? Or uh, do you think it's something that a majority of people like would struggle to like, not struggle, but it doesn't suit everyone? definitely doesn't suit anyone and fitness is very personal yeah um and it's a journey that we all have to do on our own to figure out what we like yeah i wouldn't wish my program on anyone yeah uh, it's what i like yeah i'm not gonna if i'm gonna program someone i'm not gonna give them what i want to do because they'll hate me and yeah i feel like they're wasting the money yeah um so i don't think you should do hybrid i think you should try be open to try new things yeah and like people talk a lot of shit about crossfit have you tried it yeah you might like it just try shit but you yeah. don't have to pigeonhole yourself to one sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun to explore. Yeah, yeah. Fuck around and find out. Yeah, now nah, fuck CrossFit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've How always been, I've <laughs> always been an avid believer in not believer, but people will say that they'll be like, "Oh, fuck CrossFit, like that's shit," and I'm like, "Well, it's probably not. Like, if you give it a go, like it's actually kind of fun." Snatches and clean and jerks are kind oh, of fun. Yeah. Yeah, like, look, I'm all for lifting optimally and, like, training properly, but... Protein sufficient intake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's actually fun, and I will never hate on anyone that does it because it's intense, and yeah. it's it's just Important something different. En- like, yeah, enjoy it, and, like, I feel like I want to take on doing a mixed martial art or, like, wrestling soon just okay. because, I, yeah, That's I just, fun. yeah, I feel like it would be, like, BJJ or yeah. something like that. Okay, so that was that was one. Uh, if you could do only one sport for the rest of your <laughs> That's life, too hard. What would it be? If We're you, if asking you had to pick one. the wrong person. Running, 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 running yeah. like marathon running, just running, sprinting. Any running, just use my legs. Do you think though that's because that's what you're into now though? Because you did say that. That's you're, fair. That yeah. is a fair comment. Um, I think it's just the endorphin rush I'm getting. Yeah, yeah the run is high. It's nothing like I've ever had. Yeah. Like I was doing the run on the city of the surf the other day, going up this hill, and uh, Jolene, the cover by the White Stripes, came on. And I have never had this sense of just hatred. I felt like Anakin sprinting up this hill. And then when I got to the top of the hill listening to the song, it changed to like this lullaby song. Yeah. And this rush of endorphins came through my body. And I was like... Life's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just had this feeling of immense hatred towards this one thing getting yeah. up this hill. And I got to the top. I feel amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't I can get a sick pump in the gym. Yeah. It looks cool. I feel cool. I can do that. I can get the endorphin rush from bike riding, but something about running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just no, I know I know what you mean. Cool. I when I ran for a little bit during quarantine stuff, I haven't run. Yeah, like there'd be some days I loved it. Like I would run five K a couple times a week and I would try and beat my time every single like time I'd go out and I would just just try and, yeah, like really 
get better. Like, like go for it. And then it'd be that last like K I'll just sprint and I would just have something like blasting in my ears and just like going. And then I get to the end and I'd be like exhausted, but I'd be like, oh, like, yes, like yeah. it's so good. And then going that drive home, I'd be like, I can't believe I fucking did that. Like so yeah. good. So you're doing that. The Ironman's the big yeah. thing really. Ironman, uh, 70.3 and then get that one in Switzerland. Yeah. Get Switzerland. Get yeah. that one done. And then we'll figure it out from there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe move overseas. And you've got a powerlifting show, not bodybuilding show. Yeah, I've uh, got a uh, comp before. Yeah, in uh, October. Just before it. Two weeks before the first night, oh, man. Fuck, that's. Got to qualify for Does training ever, this just like quickly, sorry, I'm like going rambling. Yeah. It, does it, like, because it's got to be two very different things that you're, like, when you're training like a powerlifter and then you're training for an Ironman, they don't just cross over. No, they're not, they don't correlate at all and it's terrible for your training. However, it's funny. Oh. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Like, you're trying to program. Uh, a, a RP8 deadlift session with a 14 to 25k run that same day and you're like this is stupid yeah. my back is dead but it's trying to mitigate the amount of fatigue I can get so I don't injure myself yeah it's like a, it's a weird juggling game yeah it's crazy we've but talked about a lot yeah. thank you it's yeah. been really good cool. let's hit you with some rapid fires alright guys this is like it. quick answer yeah. flashbang yeah. me let's go alright flashbang you yeah. <laughs> running or cycling running Running, we know this. Is sumo cheating? No. Oh. That's <laughs> okay. no, it's quick, it's quick, it's quick. Seabum right. or Arnold? Seabum. Oh. Interesting. My dad. Best thing to train in the gym, as in best day? Or? Yeah, like best body part. Chest and shoulders. Can't be beaten. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's just We should have done that today. Take. I could have done chest and shoulders. I just love it. Yeah. Ready? Veiny stuff. GYG or Zambrero? What? what? You don't eat Guzman. The fuck? Why not? Because I am a weird eater. I have my diet. I have it set up. And I will happily eat pancakes the rest of my life. <laughs> that's, see, look, that's the same as me. I eat the same thing every no, day. No, but do you just not enjoy? I'm very picky. And so, like, yeah. It's, it can be like eating disorder. Um, I got so addicted to tracking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it got to a point where I was like, oh, I can't track it. Yeah. I don't want to eat it. I'm getting better now. Yeah. But... It's so the habit's still there, so yep. I just prefer to cook everything because I know what's in it. <sighs> I don't want to get sick. I'm I'm so scared about getting sick yeah, from like the, food poisoning. The James, oh, really? the James in his name makes sense now. Yeah, yeah I have a friend called James. He's he, kind of similar. He very like oh no, not even similar. He's very picky. I control um, it. I yeah. don't want it. Wow. Okay, this one we already know. Steroids, yes or no? No. No. For no. Me. N-O. Uh Favorite, favorite favorite fitness influencer at the moment. Is that what you're about to ask? I was going to ask a better question. Oh, okay, right. What's Did your favorite f- food? Favorite food? Yeah. Pancakes. It is pancakes. Yeah, as in pancakes. It's on his like, Instagram. No, days. like, oh, sorry. As in, like, normal pancakes? No, the ones I make. I'm just addicted to Are them. they, like, protein pancakes? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, never, I've never made a good one. Maybe I'll oh, have to try his recipe. Do they have banana in them? Do they do currently? Because my coach added bananas to my <laughs> recipe, so they're in there. They're not great with bananas. Mm. Better with berries, isn't it? You have berries, it? the slap. Because like you get frozen berries. Yeah. You microwave them for ten minutes, and they turn into a syrup. Ew. And you don't usually have. I don't have maple syrup, but I put them on my pancakes, and damn, yeah. it makes the food incredible. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. And do you have any like favorite fitness influencers at the moment? Yeah, Sam Sulek kind of guy. I do oh like Sam God, stuff. Sam he, uh, he's, he's he's like. ASMR for me sometimes. It is. Yeah, he is. Because hey, realistically, ASMR. realistically, what he does is very like <laughs> I guess you could say boring. Yeah. Like it's 
just he's just it'd be like it just any third person in the corner like filming him just doing his he's life. So he random. just goes to the gym. Just put it on cooking food. Um, but no, my favorite right now. I don't really know. Um, like it's easy to say like your favorite ones like oh, I love David Lake. Like he's a massive inspiration when I was younger. But someone I look up to, Jim Shark. Oh yeah, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> you all have a dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's some. There's a lot of cool creators in in the UK making some cool stuff. Like I love Joe Face. This guy called Milo McFit. He does some cool videos yep. at the moment on TikTok and Instagram. Yep. And yeah, he wants to do a. He wants to do an Iron Man as well. And we're like maybe doing it with him. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, cool. He's a cool dude. Yeah. No, that is cool. Yeah, but yeah, other than that, I just all the guys in Australia at the moment really pushing it, and it's good to see because yeah, it is a dead uh, fitness culture in Australia is dead, dead, but it's, it's growing. I feel like it's growing, yeah, but it it's really important that we have like people that are going to start growing it more and yeah. more. So the more people that post content, yeah, the better, yeah, because mm. then we can have more friends, yeah, and then all gym bros who feel like they're Ryan Gosling and kind of like sad at the moment, they can have friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you, do you feel like you're like, well, I guess without being like arrogant, it's not arrogant. Do you feel like you're like helping pave that way? Like you're, you're one of the like people that are like, cause there's obviously not a massive scene with Australian like yeah. fitness influencers. Like you'd say there's like anabolic Gabe and there's like a tray, I guess. And Bruce Wang, if you want to say too, mm. but do you feel like you're a part of that? Like, like group that's like really pushing the scene here or. Um, I feel like I'm a very small fish. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I, I do feel like I'm a fish. Yeah. I wouldn't classify myself in their realm yet. Yeah. I got to yep. work really hard in yep. order to do that. But at the end of the day, my content is mostly just my just my thought process. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I don't know. If I can motivate someone to do something cool that puts them out of their comfort zone, that's sick. Yeah, that and is. And if cool. I get a message saying, like, I tried something today because I watched one of your videos, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. That's why I've made this. Yeah. Because if I watch the videos that I watch, that I make, if I watch them when I was like 12 yeah, and if that motivated me, I'd be like, awesome. Yeah. Let's go out and have a fun day. Let's go out and just be outside. Yeah. Using our bodies, being healthy, getting good habits. That's so, this is so inspirational. Yeah, it is. Very I've wise. I've been inspired. Yeah. Be a good person, go have fun, live a life of virtue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, love. Well, that. this has been a great episode. Has Best been a one, good actually. Episode. Not only because the setup was great, but we have a great guest. Yeah, um, thank you. Thanks so heaps much. for coming on. Like, like literally, like we're very you've saved very us. Grateful. <laughs> very grateful for having you here. It was a really fun time. Thank I'm you glad so you enjoyed much. it. Have a great day, guys. Have yeah. a great day. All right. Slay. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed. Let us know. Uh, hit us up and yeah, tell us how did you enjoy this episode? We hope you got as inspired as we did. I'm gonna go out and run. Yeah, where Grace and I are going to sprint now. Yeah. We're going to run out of the uni. We're not driving. We're gonna leave the car here. We're, we're running run home. home. We're yeah. some boats. Yeah, we love you all. We love uh, you. Make sure you go check out all our socials and stuff. But you guys know the drill. Uh, and we will catch you guys next week. Have a blessed week. Have a great week, everyone. Laters.